Good morning and welcome to the drive. It's a little later this morning. It's Monday morning. It's 8.42. Uh, it's August 7th and uh, we were away. Me and my two daughters were away in uh, Louisiana and Baton Rouge the, this weekend and uh, I was blessed to be able to hang out with the Calvary Chapel Baton Rouge family and fellowship and worship, pray, and then uh, I was blessed to teach we looked through uh, we looked at the life of Jonah and uh, so it was just an awesome time uh, with my daughters an awesome time uh, with that church family of course I miss my church family that's my family that's my main family and so I'm excited to see everyone this week again uh, midweek study and Sunday but hope you guys are doing well we only have a few more episodes in uh, season 42 and the one, the last few verses, I'm going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 9, this morning, where the Apostle Paul says, For we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. And this also we pray that you may be made complete. That's pretty striking to hear what the Apostle Paul has to say about that. He said, <laughs> We are glad when, I'm glad when we are weak and you are strong. Like, isn't that backwards? I mean, according to the world's ways, absolutely, that's backwards. Yeah, according to the world, and I'm talking about the world, like the world system, the way of the world as opposed to the way of God, right? Everyone going one way, which is the opposite way of the Lord. And so Paul, essentially, his statement is one of humility, saying that I don't, I'm not afraid to say, we want to be weak as long as you're strong. Like he's he's saying, listen, you guys need the strength and we are coming from a place of humility, not a place of pride. And this is huge because the world's system, the world's ways is like, let me walk over as many people as I can. Let me backstab people. Let me um, get rid of these people. Let me abandon them because I just, whatever I need to do to, to make it or to be successful or to be seen as someone then that's what I need to do. I don't care who it hurts. That is the world's ways. That is the way of the enemy. That's the way of the flesh. And that's the way of the world. So this is completely opposite. Like, people who are not born again, who aren't saved, right, don't really get this. And I, I, at least I'm just saying from my experience talking to unbelievers, they think it's ridiculous and it doesn't make sense and why would you why would you think like that it's all about you it's all about your success it's all about you prospering like who cares about them and that's the kind of society and culture we're in right now where it's like if someone doesn't align with your plan just get rid of them you just walk away from them never call them ghost them whatever the terms are today i don't know but that's not the way of the lord and I think Paul's statement here, this sentence here that he wrote, kind of uh, demonstrates that. He's like, we're totally fine with being weak as long as you're strong. That really is the second greatest commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's not being selfish, it's being selfless. And so we need to have this mentality. And this is a... This is a hard one to cultivate because innately we, we wake up, think of ourselves. Innately we go to sleep thinking of ourselves. And everything in between is all about us. <laughs> that's, that's 
our sin nature. That's the flesh. It's like, it's all about me. And so in order to cultivate a heart of selflessness, we need to, it, it takes effort, it takes initiative, it takes <laughs> proactiveness, it takes um, a heart that says, Lord, I want a heart like Jesus. You know, if you want to see what it looks like to live humbly, to live lowly, look to Jesus. I mean, look at Jesus. Look at his life. Look how he treated people. Look how he uh, met people where they're at. No one else would meet these people because of their reputations, but Jesus did. And he didn't come at them. He didn't yell at them. He reasoned with them. He spoke to them. He listened to them. He also spoke truth to them. It takes a heart of humility to interact with people that may be difficult or people that have a reputation. It takes a heart of humility to reach out when really all we want to do is reach in and go, how can I do this? What can I do to improve myself? What We just want to think of us, right? But the way of the Lord is to put him first, love your neighbor as yourself. Not to say we don't take care of ourselves, not to say we don't focus on ourselves. Of course we have to. We have to work to eat, we have to take care of our kids. We have to do chores. We have to do errand lists. Things need to get done. It's not like you're I'm abandoning every responsibility in order to help this person. No, that's not. That's not what he's saying. It's, but it's having a heart to see people in need. Having a heart to see people struggling. And be selfless enough to pray for them. Be selfless enough to meet with them. Be selfless enough to talk to them. Pay attention to them. And pray that God would strengthen them. That's fine if I'm weak, but I want you to be strong. Because the, Lord's, the Lord is the one who's going to give you the strength that you need to get through this day, to get through this time. And I love this, seeing the contrast between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, because 1 Corinthians, again, really, we went over it. It's a letter of correction. It's a one long kind of letter of correction. Of course, he commends them in the beginning, just because he starts out with the positive, right? And then he kind of goes to the negative, but the reality of how they were living... Uh, but then 2 Corinthians 2, it's, he's commending them a lot more, and uh, he's also instructing them. And it's, it's more of a, uh, a positive letter. But, um, but the fact that the Apostle Paul took time to write these guys two letters, to me, it shows humility on his part. He could have just wrote the one corrective letter and been done with it. But he wrote a follow-up. And that's the thing, you guys, as we minister, as we live our lives for Christ, it's kind of like we want to talk to people and pray with them, but we also want to follow up. Hey, that thing you told me about last week, hey, that thing we, I prayed for you for, how is that going? Because so often the follow-up can kind of fall through the cracks and we forget about things and it's like they bring it up and we go, oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> but it's like to actively, proactively follow up with people on, on how they're doing from week to week, from day to day, however often the Lord lead you to to follow up but follow up find out how they are i know you said this happened last week are you okay now like what's going on today what's going on presently i know you told me about these things in the past but how are you now i think that's so important and also it, sh it demonstrates that you care so much and we want to show care show uh, god's love to one another to those who he's called us to minister to and that takes time, that takes patience, that takes attention. But it must be done. It's the way of the Lord.
we want to you know vie for other people we we want to weep when they weep but we also want to rejoice when they rejoice we want to encourage and exhort them our goal isn't to try to show that we're right and they're wrong our goal is to show that we are here for them and we will pray and do whatever we need to do to help you because that's what the christian life is about to build each other up paul you know paul the apostle was amazing at building people up in the faith that's like what he did and so if we're ever like what does it mean to build each other up in the faith well, i would say look through his letters write down all the places that he actually uh, exhorted the people and encouraged them and built them up in the faith and you'll have a long list because that's not just what he was called to do that's what all of us generally speaking that's what all of us are called to do as christ followers build one another up in the holy faith and so that's that's what he was doing here i believe in a man it's such an awesome thing to to have the lord obviously to follow the lord but also to have one another in this life that we live to live our lives with fellow believers to lift each other up when we're down to praise god with each other when we're on the mountaintops it's just a huge blessing we're united we're knit together one commonality one heart one faith one god Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Hey, I hope you have an amazing day and we'll talk to you tomorrow.